Brenna. Hi, Maureen. It is my favorite time of year. Oh, yeah? Oh, pumpkin, oh. pumpkin spice latte time? I or mean, it's pumpkin, pumpkin time. Pumpkin time, I should say. It's just you're, pumpkin you're... time. It's pumpkin Are, time. Have you found some place that will give you a, a pumpkin cocktail again? No, I have not. Well. I should look. Yeah. Because there was a place in our college town that had the best pumpkin martinis. Yeah, I can't remember. I was like, was it pumpkin martinis or something else? I remember it was yeah, a pumpkin Yeah, pumpkin alcohol. martinis. That's Zanzibar. Ooh. I've kind of perfected my own pumpkin martini recipe. Right. I was like, you make your own. Yeah. The secret, um, I mean, the real, the real, uh, the game changer is making your own brown sugar simple syrup. Zanzibar definitely, uh, like, roasted and pureed their own pumpkin. Oh, and I do yeah. usually they were, just get it from a can. They were fancy and not all of us can do that. No, not all of us have the time. Yeah. I made my own like cowboy caviar today um, based yeah. on this recipe I got. Um, and it was all going great until I added like taco seasoning because it was like, it had like this seasoning I didn't have um, mm-hmm. was what the recipe called for. I was like, oh, I'll just it's so as like looking at the ingredients is very similar to taco seasoning, At, but the thing is like two pounds of meat versus like um, a pound of cowboy caviar is not equal, um, so it was just too much. So I ended up yeah. rinsing <laughs> my cowboy caviar. Oh my god! It worked out pretty well. Um, and I re-added. Oh my god! It, I added other seasonings and it tasted good. I realized though I needed to re-add the cilantro. I was like, this tastes slightly different than when I tried it before. It's like, yeah, you didn't have cilantro, and now your your cheese is kind of waterlogged, but whatever. <laughs> it worked out. Uh, what we're saying is we're all figuring out. We're all learning our ways on this God's green earth. Um, and a- added added um, challenge mode, um, we don't have any counters in our kitchen right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying it's pumpkin season. I've got some rogue pumpkin patch ale, Ooh. which is ale brewed with roasted pumpkins. I think it's the best uh, pumpkin ale. I have another one too in my fridge. So I've got pumpkin ale. I've got um, obviously pumpkin cream cold brew at Starbucks. So good. Um, I did have a pumpkin spice latte today, which mm-hmm. is not pumpkiny enough. I mean, it's just the spices. <laughs> You're like, I want enough. to be physically choking on the gourd. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Um, so, in all of these drinks that you're sipping, have you been reading anything along with them? No, not really. <laughs> I have not had a lot of time. Um, I've been I've been very busy, Brenna. Um, I'm actually still making my way through Leopard Star's Honor. That's fair. I hadn't, I hadn't read anything new since yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I read The Silence of Our Friends by uh, Mark Long and Jim Demonikos Demo- um, and Nate Powell. Um, oh. So it was, it was illustrated by uh, Nate Powell and written by Mark Long and Jim Demonikos. Uh, I, I think it's based on Mark Long's childhood, um, but it's basically it's set place in the uh, late 1960s um, when segregation nice. is very much still a thing and a white news reporter um who and it is all based on like i believe mark long's actual father um okay but it it has um some very very adult concepts like 
drinking and um, racism in the in the late 1960s. Uh, you know, yeah, it was just like, oh, right, r- racism was very prevalent. Like, yeah, in everything. Yeah, still is. My neighbors are playing very loud music. I can't hear it. I don't know. I'm getting a little bit of pickup on All audacity. Right, well, let's, so hopefully let's you won't have be them, able to. Let's have them play us into our loud music. <laughs> because I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangleton. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Like, I was, like, gonna do, like, a beat, but I can't- I have zero sense of rhythm. Yeah. I barely even know how to read sheet music. I learned how to play by ear in the two miserable years I spent in band. Yeah, no, I'm- I can't do instruments. I'm very bad at them. Yeah, we are not musically talented. No, not at all. Anyway, last week- last week- um, a lot kind of happened. A lot happened. We 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 got away from the tribe of running water, um, but rushing ha- water, rushing water. Yeah. Rushing. Oh, I've been writing that wrong for weeks. Have you not been reading <laughs> our episode descriptions? I've been staying off Twitter while I try to finish Leopard Star's Honor. <laughs> yeah, but you could look at our Spotify. Wow, guys. I should look at our Spotify. Anyway, uh. Well, that's no one else. I, I suppose no one else has corrected me either. Hey, did none of you read it? <laughs> did none of you read those episode descriptions? I put a lot of effort into those. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Anyway, um, the tribe of Ru- I'm sure someone's emailed us about it. Thank you to whoever's emailed us about it. Sorry, we haven't been keeping up with their emails either. Um, so we got away from the tribe of rushing water. No. Um, but like, kind of felt bad about it, but also like. How bad can we feel about a group of people that kidnapped us? But it is pretty sad yeah. that, like, random cats were going to get murdered. But also, like, that's their thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we have our own thing. Like, we, we have a We own... have our own thing! Um, and so, we uh, before we even really had time to deal with that, we went into, like, a cave? We went in somewhere, and then, like, someone new showed up, but we only, like, got to hear their voice... And they kind of smelled like a tribe cat, but they weren't a tribe cat that they recognized. Um, anyway, left that on a cliffhanger, went on home, um, and <laughs> I, uh, was it this week or last week that we, I was laughing about, um, old ladies dying by poison. I think that might have been last week. Anyway, the old yeah, lady did so. die of poison, and so yes, she did. also some ba- a baby died. A baby died. Because, a baby died of starvation. Yeah. and also um, Cloudtail and uh, oh yeah, Cloudtail and oh, what is her brave Braveheart? Mm-hmm. No, it's not Braveheart. It's not <laughs> Braveheart. It's Brightheart. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine a cat named Braveheart? I mean, it's that is. But there's a, a very good reason why there are happen. no cats named Braveheart because it'd be too funny the whole time. Yeah, it would be too. You'd be like, are you gonna paint funny. your face blue, and yell? 
I, I haven't seen Braveheart in many years. Um, anyway, so yeah, Braveheart and uh, Cloudtail disappear, leaving their baby behind, which is like very sad. And now we have, and oh, I'm still so mad that we spent so much time being like, wow, look, what a good dad he's become. What a good job. Dustpelt's such a good wow, dad. Wow, Dustpelt, good dad. And it's like, I'm such a sucker. I'm such a sucker. Every time You're they, like, sucker. every time, they literally set me up for it. They set me up for it every time, and I fall for it every time. I'm like, darn it. Because you, like, make a point to, like, hey, this is being alluded to. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's so great. And I don't for once think about, like, oh, why are they emphasizing this so much? <laughs> like, that's me every time. Like, I like that happened with White, uh, White Storm. Like I'm the half yeah. what, what, like what they're wow, Boy Storm's such a great dad. Like wow, what a great guy. And then he died. And I was like, every time <laughs> You fool, you absolute buffoon. I'm just I guess I'm always expecting them to fridge the mom, so when the dads have something bad happen oh. to them, it's like <gasps> Oh, a dad? A, a dad oh, can novel. have emotions. Oh, well. Are you ready? Are you ready to find out who's in this cave? I guess I mean I won't know them, but well, no, but we're gonna. It's like midnight, covered in mud. Like that's the. It's like, hey, I was following you guys. I made myself smell like a tribe cat by putting mud on me. Cause you know they do that. I found some mud. They recently rolled it, and I rolled in it myself. So that's how I smell different. Maybe it's just Purdy. He just like wandered up here and somehow found them. Purdy's been secretly a tribe cat. He was cast out <laughs> for being too too cuddly. <laughs> no, they would have cast out Purdy. For just always getting lost. They don't have to cast him out. He'd just get lost. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was <laughs> cast out. They're like, no, you weren't. We've been looking for you for years. <laughs> oh, Purdy. Anyway. Alright. Whoever had spoken is blocking the entrance to the cave. Stormfur tastes the air. It smells of several cats. They smell like the tribe, yet different. Stormfur demands to know who they are. The cat pushes past him. The others follow him. Brambleclaw tells the strange cats that they are traveling and came to shelter only for the night. They have no quarrel with them. The strange cat tells them that this is their place. Toddy Pelt says, then then we'll leave. <laughs> Toddy Pelt's like, honestly, get, guys, whatever, let's go. I mean, this is their yes. spot. Why are we being so rude? <laughs> My leg just got better. Nothing is Yeah, you it. can tell Toddy Pelt's <laughs> kind of, like, done with this whole so trip. Because she's just like, I don't yeah. even want to fight. I just, oh, this is your spot? Excuse me. Let's go. Well, she starts towards the entrance and the other cats start to follow her. Not so fast. The new cat growls. How do they know they're telling the truth? Another cat hisses. Talon, we should take them prisoner. Okay, wait, okay. How we could many, use how them. How many of there are? How many of these are there? Because I thought there was just one, and now they're hearing a couple different voices. There's a couple different voices. Oh my god. Guys, hey guys. Well, this other. I'm sorry. The two dumb and dumber are in my room. Meanwhile, speaking of multiple cats. Papa and his big bro, KK, are playing tag. Oh! 
it's not actually tag. It's called it's called KK wants to groom Hobbit, and so Hobbit runs away because he does not want to be groomed. And eventually, KK holds him down and like forcibly grooms him. It's like oh, that scene in The Lion King with Sarabi yeah. and Simba, except it involves more cats screaming. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we have we have not just one mysterious. We have at least two. At least two. So, um, he hisses that, uh, that they could use them as bait for Sharptooth. Okay. All right. Which Wait a second. kind of a tool move. We also That's were told move. that there were no other tribes. So who, who are you guys? They didn't mention any rogues either, or whatever word they would use to describe rogues. Out, outlander. To go back to Lion King. Oh, is that- what they is that what they call it in Lion King? Well, yeah, the Outlands. The Outlanders oh. live in the Outlands. You know, the Outlanders. I've never the had an original thought in my life. It's all ties back to Lion King. Yeah, yeah, same, same. <laughs> so dawn brings faint light into the cave, so Stormfur could make out the strange new cats. Talon, who was in the front, who had spoken, uh, was one of the biggest cats he'd ever seen. Did he call himself Talon? Big, dark tabby. Uh, no, the other cat called him Talon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's Talon. He's really big. Biggest cat Stormfur's ever seen. He's got a big scar across his face. Well, Um, you seem... And... You seem large. You could fight Sharptooth, I think. Well, behind him are two other cats. A scrawny black tom with a stump tail and a gray-brown she-cat. Yeah, so there's three of them. Okay. And although the clan cats outnumbered them two to one, Stormfur didn't like their chances in a fight. And it looks like his companions agree. Even Crowpaw is silent. All right, so we got Talon, a stumpy black, uh, black-haired cat, and a gray she-cat? Yeah, gray-brown. Oh, probably like so a- none of them are silver. Shucks. I was really hoping for an easy out here. <laughs> we just like yeah. oh. we just stumble across the chosen one on our way out the door. Be like, hey, you should go back there and help out. I think they've been looking for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they've been looking for some silver. I think they're. I think you're their silver cat. I was the false start, so you go in there and you're gonna change their lives. Yeah, you're gonna blow their minds. Alright, well, Brambleclaw tries to keep the peace when he speaks. He tells them that they are on an urgent mission and they must leave. We've already been delayed by, like, four four or five days, so we gotta go. Well, Talon growls that they'll leave when he says they can. I mean- You can't keep us here, Squirrelpaw said, eyes blazing. Stormfur winces. She's courageous. Sometimes she hadn't the sense of a mayfly. <laughs> That's really rude. Well, she says they've already escaped from the tribe of rushing water. Crowpaw hisses. Like, way to give away all of our cards, girl. Yeah. I mean, we don't know if that would have been any benefit. But to Stormfur's surprise, the suspicion in Talon's gaze fades. These cats had been tribe cats once. Oh, so they lied to us. Because they said there was no one else. 
Well, they didn't mention people got kicked out. Or wait, what'd you guys do? Well, Have you done crimes? Should we be more- Yeah, Stormford- Uh-oh. Stormford does have the thought, like, man, did they do something, like, real bad? Well, Stormfur asked if the tribe made them leave. Talon said they just as good as. And he tells them to sit, and oh. they will talk. Okay, okay. All right. I was, I was about to be like, you can't, like, give us vague answers. We've been a lot of vagueness recently, and, like, honestly, I'm over it. Specifics? We're all over it. Yeah. We need specifics, yeah. and we need them stat. Yeah, but Talon tells them to not try to leave unless they want to lose their ears. Okay, honestly, so whatever. Settle down. A couple less years. There's. We're so tired. Like, ugh. They're literally. They're like, oh man, we can't, we gotta get back without delay. They're making delays. If they really wanted, they could just sacrifice Cropa and go. <laughs> Here, take this skinny one. Take our scrawny mad boy. Or just like take Scrollpa. I know no one wants to leave Scrollpa, but technically she wasn't supposed to come. <laughs> Neither was Stormfur. Exactly. Gives uh, honestly, they could have given Stormfur up, but <laughs> well, we had this conversation. Nobody gets left behind. I know. We're like, oh, not my brother or our leader's daughter. That'd be really bad. <laughs> or our leader's boyfriend's son. Well, the large cat introduces himself as Talon of Swooping Eagle. That's a cool name. That's a pretty cool name. He gestures to the scar that ran across his face and explains that an eagle did that to him when he was a kit. Oh! It gave him his name and a reminder of how close he came to losing his life. Oh. Oh. He also introduces the tom as rock where snow gathers. Oh, pretty. she-cat. As bird who rides the wind. That's pretty cute, too. Yeah, cute names. Talon explains that many seasons ago, the tribe of Endless Hunting sent Stone Teller a sign. They chose six cats to leave the cave and go out into the mountains to kill Sharptooth. They are three of that six. Oh, so this is- wait a second. This isn't their, even their first- okay, when we have- uh, when we get a prophecy, it just- it, it works out. That's the beginning. It's a one and done. It's a, it's one, a one and, and a done. done prophecy. You're telling me you guys get, like- hang on a second. Okay. So, you guys- okay, so you guys telling me Stone Teller, like- as far as we know, the first, there might have been more. The first time, they're like, yeah, six cats will do it. And now, they thought the solution was one? One guy? One cat? Mathematically, doesn't really make sense. Doesn't add up? Doesn't add up. Also, how many people do we have in our traveling uh, trove? Six. So... Like, oh, oh, so you're thinking maybe the prophecy meant these six? No, absolutely not. I, I'm no, <laughs> I'm very confused. No, we're leaving. Like, I don't doubt Stone Teller's like connection with their like holy things. Yeah, I am questioning their ancestors a little because, as we've seen with uh Star Clan, sometimes. 
sometimes like who really knows how good their advice is i'm thinking that maybe the tribe of rushing waters like ancestors are kind of like mm, yeah, six or like maybe one guy and stone teller's like okay so which which one is it uh let's go six this time okay yeah let's try the six thing um that didn't work okay then it must be the one guy <laughs> i think i think they're getting conflicting messages and they're just doing their best and I mean, it kind of. So it really seems like uh, the tribe, or at least Stone Teller, gets, like, he reads signs, is what he does. He yeah. reads the signs. It's not like he goes somewhere and you know, like, has a direct his dead chat. not girlfriend comes to him and whispers in his ear, <laughs> like yeah. a prophecy. Not everyone else. Not everyone gets the benefit of that, <laughs> if you can call it that. Hey, she did save Leafpaw from falling off a rock. I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot this is Ottawa. Everybody rolling. heard that. <laughs> Everybody heard that. Alright. Well, okay, so there are three of those six cats. Crowpaw asked where the other ones are. <laughs> Crowpaw, I, even I put that together. I don't think they made it, man. <laughs> oh, they're out getting groceries. They're dead, you idiot. Like, I feel like he could have said, like, instead of, like, where where's the other three? He could have been like, oh. The Ouch. other three. That's rough, like, buddy. Crowpaw, you're not that stupid. Well, sharp teeth happen, Rock snarled. Nearly had him, too. How does he think he lost his tail? Oh, I just kind of thought. Bomp. You thought maybe he was just a cat that had a stumpy tail? Yeah, what but I guess we didn't call you, like, Todd of the short tail. <laughs> I know it doesn't work with how their names. Um, oh, it's okay. It's good. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of I don't try to assume how people lose their lose their tail. Yeah, it's like it's okay. He offered that after Crowpaw's <laughs> after Crowpaw asked, "How'd you lose all your friends?" Yeah, he didn't. Well, Crowpaw didn't even there say that. Crowpaw said, too. "Where are they?" Like I feel like everyone in the room turned and looked at him and was like. You were no, there when Sharptooth, like, went in like a bouncing ball of death. Like, you didn't <laughs> miss that. <sighs> it's pretty obvious what happened. Yeah. Wait, Tawny Pell said. The tribe sent them out to kill Sharptooth? Tawny Pell's putting two says... and two together like I just did. <laughs> Wait, Talon did they just that... not co go back because they failed, or did they try to go back and the sh tribe was like, poo-poo, you didn't do it, try again. And they were like, we don't want to die, well, so never mind, we're not coming home. Well, Talon says that Stone Teller told them not to come back without Sharptooth's pelt. So yeah, basically That's he said, pretty harsh, don't come man. back. Yeah. No, okay, now I'm, I, I, like, don't, like, I didn't really want to judge the tribe that harshly, because, like, oh, yeah, they're different than us. But now it's like, okay, maybe I'm not judging the tribe, but I am judging you, Stone Teller. What kind of, like, you literally sent them to their deaths and was like, and now you get no safety and or medical help. Well, 
Squirrelpaw says, that's mouse-brained. How could six of them do what the whole tribe couldn't do? Like, <laughs> all of you couldn't do it, so why would you take six of you away and then try to do it? Have they Squirrelpaw tried using the whole it. tribe? I mean, you'd think that would have been, like, step one. I really hope they did, because I feel like if I was attacked by 20 cats, and I'm not saying I'm, like, a mountain lion could kill me, but, like, comparatively. Oh, obviously. Like, I feel like if 20 to 30 cats attacked me, it'd be, it'd yeah. be done. I'd be done. Oh, yeah, you'd be done. And I think if 20 to 30 cats attack a mountain lion, like, yes, quite a few that will die. But, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't make it out all alive, but you'd probably have one less mountain lion. Yeah. Or at least a mountain lion that didn't want to mess with you. Yeah, I suppose, I guess the tribe isn't that big, though. They're not really that big. So, what I'm saying is, six rambunctious dudes who don't know how to say no, three people who have nothing left to lose, and, like, 20 to 15, uh... Uh, willing and able cats, and let's just put Stone Teller right up on the front, cause he's had enough time. I think. Um, I don't know who takes over after him, but somebody. Um, and we just let's just overwhelm him. We could get Purdy in on the action. He's plump. Yeah, oh, Midnight, she's a badger. Yeah, badger's got some heft to him. We we have no idea where Midnight is right now, but she could help. Oh no, we have no idea. I, she's she down. Could just like we have been stuck on this mountain for so up. long. Our tribe's gonna be dead by the oh time we God. get home. Our clan? Wow, you've forgotten our name. What they? What you know? What I meant? No, yeah, I know. All right. Well, Talon says he doesn't know. He'd give the fur off his back to save his tribe, but what can any of them do? Feathertail asks if they could go back to Stone Teller. He might let them back if they tell him they tried their best. No, Talon's eyes blaze. He won't crawl to Stone Teller and beg. Besides, what use would it be? They all obey the will of the Tribe of Endless Hunting. Brambleclaw says he's surprised they didn't hear about them. They were told about Sharptooth, but no one mentioned them. Talon snorted. They've probably forgotten about them. Or they're ashamed, Bird added. Talon asks if they left the tribe recently. There's a cat, Brooke, where small fish swim. Did they see her there? Stormfur's ears perk up. And for a heartbeat, a jealous fury at the affection for which Talon spoke of Brooke. Oh my god, it's probably his little sister, you freak. Also, you've known her for, like, four days, and, like, 20 minutes ago, you were mad at her. God. Feathertail says they met Brooke. Thanks, Feathertail. Talon asks if she's alright. Happy? Pawneepelt says she's fine. Like, she is. As happy as any of them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're being- happy any of them can be with sharp teeth <laughs> breathing down their necks? They're being hunted by a giant- but yeah, she's good. Well, because we failed, Talon says bitterly. And he explains that Brooke is his sister. I, I literally! Oh, <laughs> Give Brenna another star point. 
put another put another point under Brenna jokingly guesses the correct answer. But she is his sister. Um, she was from a younger litter. Uh, so when Sharptooth took their mother, Talon had wanted to be there to look out for Brooke. Stormfur relaxes. But why should he care if Brooke is Talon's sister and not his mate? Why should he care? Why do I care about this? Oh my god. They're all emotionally constipated. I can't do this. Well, Talon said that she had wanted to come with him, but it wasn't the will of the tribe of endless hunting. And he's glad. This is no sort of life. Stormfur knows he's right. He thinks about the destruction Sharptooth had brought to the tribe. What if he really was the chosen cat? Did he have any right to refuse his destiny? Oh my Stormfur god. Thinks maybe he should go back. Oh my god. But this is killing your thought- family. This is killing your clan. This indecision is killing people. You killed a baby. Larch kid is dead. Okay, we can't we can't entirely blame that on them, but also I'm entirely blaming it on them. <laughs> <laughs> the thought terrifies him so much that he pushes it away. He and his friends had their own mission, and they couldn't let anything get in the way of that. Wanna hit me with a cat fact? So, folks, step into my non-accredited, not-real doctor vet office, because we're exploring more cat diseases and disorders today. Um, I'm going to open with my uh, disclaimer that with this segment, we're going to be talking about uh, disorders, diseases, and medical stuff. We won't be going into huge detail, but be aware that that's involved to some extent. Um, Being said, I'm not a vet, and I'm definitely not a doctor. I've done my best to research these segments, <laughs> but do not take anything I'm saying as medical advice for your cat or for yourself. Um, I'll also say um, it's amazing when folks are able to adopt disabled cats. Cats, not caps. Um, but we understand it's not possible for everyone due to lack of resources, money, or even other pets. Um, if you're looking to adopt, though, uh, please see if there's a disabled cat available and do your research. Many disabled cats live long and healthy lives and deserve equal chance to be adopted. So, today we're going to be talking about one that has come up briefly in our podcast. Um, oh. We're going to be talking about FIV, otherwise known as feline oh. immu- immunodeficiency virus. Um, and not to be confused, this is not FELV, which is feline leukemia virus. This is FIV. Mm-hmm. So, what is it? FIV is a con- contagious retrovirus disease that attacks or damages a cat's white blood cells. So, this causes causes their immune system to weaken and basic sicknesses, bacteria, infections, etc. Um, their body would usually have no problem fighting, become more severe. Not to be confused with FELV, like I said. Um, and it's often called cat HIV or cat AIDS due to the similarity in the symptoms. However, it's not transmissible between cats and humans. Um, that is one confusion yeah. with the name. Um, it's also not 100% the same. That's just like what it's very similar to. Um, speaking of transmission, um, I thought, like before I did my research, 
I thought it was way easier for cats to transmit this to each other. Um, it's often advised to not house FIV positive cats with non-FIV positive cats, um, and for good reason. Yeah. But uh, much like how human HIV and AIDS uh, was and is misunderstood, cats cannot transmit FIV via sharing litter boxes, sneezing, or social grooming, aka sharing tongues. It's often passed via deep bites, um, and more rarely via mother to child during uh, pregnancy. So, like, if she's nursing and gets FIV, she won't pass it to the child, but if she has it when the kittens are in utero, um, then they're more likely to have it. Not 100%, but um, more common if she, like, catches it while she's pregnant with them. Yeah. So, what are the symptoms? FIV-positive cats uh, can live long and healthy lives. They may go months or years without showing any symptoms um, after their infection. However, eventually, uh, as the infection affects their immune system, it will show in these symptoms inflammation in the gums or gingivitis, lack of appetite, poor grooming, behavioral changes, reoccurring respiratory infections, bladder or urinary infections, etc., etc. Basically, they'll get sick more often and usually worse due to how the immune system is affected. Um, Many of these symptoms are due to the secondary infections that are a result of the weakened Mm. immune system. And it also causes why FIV can go so long without being detected in a cat. Um, So if you have a cat who ends up being FIV positive and you have other cats, they should be tested too because they may have it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because that's why you don't want to house FIV positive cats to non-FIV positive cats because like, Cats are going to fight. They're going to bite. Um, and it's more common in wild cats. And that's going to bring us over to prevention slash care. In the research, they've sort of figured out, okay, how can we prevent this? Well, mass euthanizing cats with FIV is not the um, way to do it. It won't no. help. Um, especially uh, even wild cats. Like that's kind of like, oh, should we contain it this way? No. Actually, what's suggested is... Uh, spaying and neutering ferals will help the spread because um it helps prevent territorial fights because once cats spayed and neutered um they tend to chill out and keeping fiv positive cats indoors and isolated from other cats so not only prevents possible fights or other intimate things um but also non-fiv cats can be carrying sicknesses that could um more severely affect an fiv positive cat um Mm-hmm. There is no cure, but there are vaccines in development. And a um, little bit of an aside, um, one of the people who actually isolated the um, FIV virus, her they, they isolated this back in 1986. It was Niels C. Mm-hmm. Peterson and Jeanette, Jeanette K. Yamamoto. And just a little aside about Jeanette K. Yamamoto, because I thought this was fascinating. Um, so she works at the uh, Florida University, um, mm-hmm. but, or I should say University of Florida, but her grandfather was Sanahiko Yamamoto, uh, who, it, it, back in the day, translated Albert Einstein's work into Japanese, was the first person to do that, uh, which caused oh. him to befriend Einstein, and Einstein helped him be one of the first Japanese people, uh, come and be an American citizen after World War II. So, Albert Einstein helped 
cats get diagnosed with FIV, if you really think about it. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Einstein. But more so, thank you, Yamamoto and uh, her grandpa, because through his work. Yeah. And then eventually that. So I just thought that was interesting. I was like, whoa, small world. Yeah. (laughs) Back to what I was saying. What about care for FIV positive cats? Well, isolation, of course, um, from other cats. Um, but healthy diet and regular checkups, it's uh, advised that a cat, the FIV positive cats are brought in twice a year and to be brought in mm-hmm. right away at any signs of any illnesses because even like yeah. a regular respiratory infection could be fatal. Um, I will be going into FL- FELV more detail next week because it's often comorbid with okay. FIV. Um and that is actually why people kind of have the misunderstanding that FIV is so dev- deadly, um, is because with FELV it's worse. But yeah, here I do have a real life example of a cat uh, with right. FIV because sadly FIV positive cats often have a harder time being adopted due to misunderstandings yeah. um, caused by their illness. But that's no reason to give up hope because Tyson, a very handsome ginger cat, he, oh. was, he spent six years at a shelter. Um, he was picked up as a stray um, at two years old. He had FIV. Um, but he was patient. And at eight years old, he was found by Jeanette and Zach James. Or Janelle and Zach James. Um, Janelle wasn't actively looking to adopt a cat, but she was just, you know, browsing pet finder, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> I do that all the we, time. We do, do that all the time. And... Uh, she stumbled across Tyson and just fell in love, and she showed uh, Zach, and he fell in love. So they were like, we love this cat. And so they adopted him, and despite his long stay at the shelter, Tyson adjusted, like, so quick. He purred, and he rubbed himself all Aww. over his new parents, because he had to tell them that, t- tell them and himself that he was finally home. He's like, Aww. I'm here. I'm ready. Tyson's here. So... He does look a little bit like a chicken nugget. Um, he's <gasps> very handsome. I will share uh, the article Sorry. that has a photo of him. Um, but yeah, so it's very possible for FIV positive cats to have uh, loving homes and for them to be very happy. So is it just bites or is it also scratches? Um, it's more commonly with bites because it's the saliva getting bites. into the bloodstream. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's, I mean, scratches, Okay. It, it's kind of like, you know, in a cat's bite, they're going to bite, they're going to scratch. So, you know, if you have an open wound yeah. and then they get like their, their blood or their spit in it, it's, that's how it passes. So from yeah. the okay. resources I looked at, they mainly talked about deep bites. Um, deep bites. So, okay. um, and, you know, I'm sure there are other ways that it passes between cats, but those two ways were the ones that I most commonly saw. Like I said, it's not an exhaustive list. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that cat fact, Brenna. All right. The sun has risen above the mountaintops. Stormfur rises and asks if Talon will let them out to hunt. Brambleclaw promises they won't go anywhere. They're too exhausted. Talon shrugs, go, stay, do what they want. It has nothing to do with them. And they wouldn't feed them to Sharp Tooth, whatever Rock may say. Oh, cool. Awesome. All right, let's leave. 
Stormbird leaves the cave, and Squirrelpaw follows him. Squirrelpaw says the others just want to sleep like hedgehogs. They can hunt and surprise them when they wake up. Are, he are hedgehogs really sleepy? I don't know. I guess. They hibernate, don't they? I'm the wrong, I'm the wrong gal to ask. I'm fairly certain they hibernate. Oh. I'm like 80% certain they hibernate. So that'd be sleepy like a hedgehog. So Stormfur agrees, and he's pleased to be hunting with a determinedly cheerful apprentice away from the ThunderClan warrior who took up so much of her attention. Oh my god, dude. Are you in love with Brooke, or are you in love with, uh, with, uh, Squirrel Paw? Are you ready for his whole internal monologue about oh it? Oh my god, Let's no, I'm so over talk. this, but okay. But even he can see how close her and Brambleclaw have become since the start of their We've journey. already had this conversation. We had this chapters ago. No, this was... Yeah, but this was Feathertail. Well, he... Okay, he's going further. Oh my god, okay. So he's he's saying... Um, he's thinking right now that um, it would always be easier for the two of them to be together than it would be for Squirrelpaw to ever have anything to do with Stormfur. And besides... Stormfur is realizing that what he feels for Brooke is completely different from how he felt about Squirrelpaw. Well, now I'm well, now I'm confused. Like, what you felt for Squirrelpaw was like a crush, but how you feel for Brooke is like real love. Because I don't believe that for a second. You knew her for three days. Well, he had kept his feelings in check with Squirrelpaw since they were from different clans. But he's drawn to Brooke in a way he can't so easily ignore. Y'all aren't from, like, the same clan at all. Yeah, but he likes Brooke more. Oh, so it's, like, <laughs> worth it? Okay. Well, is this how Crowpaw and Feathertail felt about each other? He feels a pang of sympathy he'd never felt for them before. Would he cross boundaries like that to be with Brooke? Stormfur pushes the thought away. He's never going to see Brooke exactly. again. Exactly. So what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. Oh god, we're instead, going back, aren't we? Instead, he'll focus on his hunt with a skillful partner. Oh my god, we're going back. And it's good to have Squirrelpaw beside him as a friend, without the jealousy that might have threatened his friendship with Brambleclaw. Stormfur teaches Squirrelpaw some of the tribe hunting moves and she bounced like a kit with delight when she took down her first falcon. Squirrelpaw says they should teach this at home. They hunt in the undergrowth, but they can hunt in the open like this. And Stormfur thinks bleakly about the future of the forest. Yeah, Squirrelpaw guys. must guess what he's thinking, because her triumph fades. We might need to, she says. <laughs> Everything might be awful. All yeah. the trees might be gone. So they return to the cave entrance where Talon is sunning himself and add their prey to the pile they had already started, and they toss Talon to help himself. Squirrelpaw says she's going to go get their lazy friends. Talon takes a bite of his prey and pauses, looking to Stormfur expectantly. Oh, right. Stormfur quickly grabs a falcon, takes a bite, and pushes it towards Talon. Talon says he sees that his tribe shares as well which they don't. But Stormfur looks at his paws, suddenly uncomfortable. 
I was like, oh, I'm assimilating too well into other cultures. Oh, God, dude. I'm too polite. Well, Stormfur says that he sees that Talon is worried about the tribe. Talon says, of course he's worried. And Stormfur is worried, too, even if he's not one of them. Talon says every day they live in fear. And Stormfur says he wishes he knew what to do. They made this journey because of a prophecy from StarClan. And he tells Talon the story and how he's not one of the four chosen cats. And now they're going home, but they don't know if they'll be in time to help. Well, Talon asks about how they escaped the tribe. Did they keep them prisoner? That's not the tribe he knew. He tells Talon about Stoneteller's prophecy. And... Talon asks if Stormfur believes he's the one. Stormfur says he doesn't know. StarClan's prophecy matters more than anything to him. But he wasn't chosen for it. Maybe he's meant to do this instead. Oh my god! But he can't follow both prophecies. Y yeah! Which one is right? Talon says neither is right and neither is wrong. Prophecies are strange things. They are never clear. Talon asks Stormfur what he thinks he should do. Really? Why 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 is why is Stormfur like so into just like asking people he's just met for life? No, 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 no. No, Talon is asking Stormfur what Stormfur thinks that Stormfur should oh. do. Oh. So hey Stormfur, what does Stormfur think that Stormfur should do? And Stormfur shakes his head and says he doesn't know. <laughs> Talon tells him that he will. His faith and courage will tell him. Just don't take too long, Talon said as he left. The sun was warm and Stormfur was tired, so he slept. He opens his eyes in a forest clearing. Oh? A scent tickles his nose. Something sweet and reassuring and achingly familiar, though he'd had no memory of smelling it before. Oh my, what is she doing here? A voice behind him says his name. He turns, and for a heartbeat he thinks he's looking at Feathertail. Her pelt is very much like his sister's but he doesn't recognize the cat. He demands to know who she is. She doesn't answer, but presses her nose to his. Dearest Stormfur, I am so proud of you and Feathertail. The strange Star Clan cat begins. You have come through great trials and proved your courage and faith time again. You have obeyed Star Clan in everything and we are well pleased with you. Uh, thank you? Am I Stormfur dead? Says. Did I die? The cat... The cat tells him that the tribe has courage and faith too, and that he should honor the tribe of endless hunting. I know, Stormfur agrees. What? Whoever... Whoever she was, she understood exactly how he felt. Is this spotted leaf? He asks, he asks her to tell him what to do, 
Who is she? The cat bends close to him, and her sweet scent floods What the- What are you doing here, Spotted Leaf? Why are you doing this? Don't you know, she murmured. I am your mother, Silverstream. It's Silverstream! Okay, I'm sorry. The it's only detail they were saying was she smells great, and we only have one cat. And then she looks like Feathertail. And then I she don't- like You think I remember what Spotted Leaf looks like? We've mentioned that Feathertail looks just like her mother. You think I remember like that? That's fair. Okay. All right. It's Silverstream. It's his That's mom. That's really it's cute. That so, mom, knew. am I dead? <laughs> also, mom, well, this is really that... cool. I'm glad that you're, like, giving me permission to abandon your clan. I suppose you didn't really stay too loyal. <laughs> Oh, that's a sick bird. She's dead. What's she gonna do? Well, okay, so Silverstream's there. And as for what he should do, Stormfur, remember that a question can have many answers. Straight up, I Light don't know what that means, left alone. but okay. Don't go, he pleads. His eyes flew open, and he was back outside the cave. It was a dream from Starclad. I guess. This is- I'm getting confused. Feathertail looked up startled and asked him what the matter is. I have to go back. Oh my time. god! I have to fulfill the tribe's <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> what? Tawnypelt asked, coming over to him. Does he have bees in his brain? For real. <laughs> he says he spoke to Silverstream. The mother came to him in a dream. Brambleclaw asked him about his duty to Star Clan. What about our prophecy? Mom said it was cool. Mom, Mama said that it was okay. <laughs> Mama said that it was quite all right. Well, Stormfur says he was never one of the chosen cats. And he respects Brambleclaw, but he really hopes he doesn't try to stop him. <laughs> Wow, that thank you, but also ow. Oh, he's not saying this out loud. He's thinking oh. Well, he's found the right path. This is the right path, and nothing can turn him from it. Not even the friendship that has grown between them. Okay. <laughs> Brambleclaw. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, do you mean the word? Well, Brambleclaw asked what the rest of them think. Tawny Pelt says it's a mouse-brained idea, and she's staying with Brambleclaw and going back to the forest. Or had they forgotten what was happening here? Remember, guys, we're on a mission. Yeah, I oh, don't, girl. Time crunch mission. A little bit. Right. Well, Stormfur says he's not asking anyone to come with. He has to do this, but the rest of them can continue on their journey. Feathertail presses her nose to his shoulder. Stupid furball. He doesn't think she'll let them do this alone, does he? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> well, Crowpaw says he'll come too. He says he thinks Stormfur's right. Since they rescued him, he's been mooning about, and it makes his fur ache just looking at oh him. Oh my god. He's gonna be no use until he's helped these cats. Stormfur nods. 
Kropa's bad-tempered words couldn't disguise the courageous offer he just made. I want to come too, Swolpaw sprang of course, her paws, of course. curled in excitement. She turns to Brambleclaw and pleads. Brambleclaw's like, well, I guess I'm coming too, or else I have to go by myself, and that'll be awkward when I die. Well, they can't let Storfer face Sharptooth by himself. And yeah, Brambleclaw's like, I can't go back to Firestar without his daughter. Oh, whoa, maybe both, maybe both. Maybe both signs were right. It was six cats and a silver cat. It just wasn't these four, six cats, three, eight, three cats, and minus three. Yikes. Well, he isn't by himself, Brambleclaw says dryly, and he glances ruefully at Tawny Pelt. It looks like they're outvoted. If one goes, they all go. He hasn't forgotten about the forest. But they have to remember the warrior code too. Squirrelpaw yowls triumphantly. Wait, what part of the warrior code? I don't know. Just being there for your buds. It's like an un. It's an unwritten. It's like a unwritten. I rule. okay. <laughs> no rules, just right. Let's go. Let's no let's go right. die. Well, Tawny Pelt says they're crazy. But she said she'd stay with Brambleclaw, and she will. <laughs> Tony Bob's like, I'm gonna regret this, but let's go. I love my brother so much. She's just, like, staring at him. He's like, you don't have to say that while you look at me that way. She's like, no, no, I do. <laughs> Stormfur looks to all of them, warmed by their loyalty to him. Besides Feathertail... None of them had a reason to support him besides the friendship they had forged on this journey. And he can see nothing but good in how the clan boundaries have melted away. Oh my god, this is gonna suck when one of them dies. Because of your choice. He wonders if the clans in the forest were learning to be friends while they faced the two. (laughs) River clans just letting everyone starve. Yeah, bro, I mean... No. Perhaps the eggs of his half-clan heritage would finally be soothed. Maybe he would find a place where he could truly belong. Thank you, he says. Talon says the tribe of endless hunting will honor his courage. But what does he actually intend to do? Solid question. I have an idea, Squirrelpaw. Oh my god. Okay. Every cat turns to her, and Talon lets out a hiss of disbelief. What Silverstream said about every question having many answers, she explains. Lots of cats have tried to kill Sharptooth and have failed over and over. So they need to find another answer, and she thinks she knows what it is. What? Crowpaw asks Riley. Is she going to ask him nicely to go away? Mouse brain, says Squirrelpaw. No. If we can't kill Sharptooth ourselves, we have to find something else to do it for us. Poison, poison, poison! Dun, dun, dun! So yeah, we're going back. I, like, 
what a waste. We shouldn't even have, we shouldn't have even, we shouldn't have even left. Why did we leave? Well, 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 we found, uh, Talon, Bird, and Rock. We, we found new friends. They're not coming back that with us. Nice. But we met Yeah, them. great. We met, we've met the mistakes. Fun. <laughs> We're like, wow, this, this, the tribe really, it really needs our help, guys. really does so are you ready to go back i guess so i mean i think we should just like had i mean yeah it was really spooky and scary so i understand why we ran but yeah let's go back yeah we're gonna go back we're gonna go back uh next week we'll probably go back next week next week we will go back because this week we're back to the cave yeah into a cave to die anyway yeah woo Thank you, guys. But we'll die with friends. Woo! If you want to hang out with us, guys, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at WCWITCast. And um, if you want to contact us a different way, you can contact us at our email, which is WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, the best way to do that is to share it with a friend. Be like, hey, guys, we kind of waffle around, but eventually uh, just end up going back. Um... We wasted a couple chapters going away. But we figured it out. We went back. We're just going back. It all worked out, I guess. Because I'm Ember Art. I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? (laughs) 